A lot of people feel very rejected. Sometimes they behave in a way that's uh, sin, or they don't feel that they're worthy, and they need to hear this chizuk mesiva shalom parsha shlach. There's another eitzah that Hakadosh Baruch who gave us keneged the koychus of the sitter achra that are against the strength from the other side of the sot on the eitzahara. Pasuk says, "Lev nishbar venitka elikim loisivza." If a person has a broken heart, Hashem is not going to sivza embarrass you. That means afilu mishuroi levazoisay. A person is worthy of being embarrassed based on his action, but if he has a lev nishbar venitka. He has a broken heart, right? If he, if he didn't deserve to be embarrassed based on his actions, you wouldn't need to say that. We're saying that even if somebody falls and stumbles and sins and is dirty and is not behaving properly, but if he has a broken heart, right, then as it says, Mishkan, it says, person can go ahead and build a mizbeach to Hashem. What does he build it with? He builds it with the, the pieces of his broken heart. So sometimes a person can not be sinning and could be much better, but he doesn't have that mizbeach to build. He doesn't have the broken heart. I'm not pro-sin. But the point is that nobody should ever feel that they don't have a way to make Hashem happy and proud of them, even if they're suffering, they're struggling, they're challenged, they're whatever they do. Because even if if everything is terrible, you can build a mizbeach to Hashem, right? Bolvavi mishkan evna. So we can build a mizbeach to Hashem with our broken heartedness, and that's that's very valuable. We have to teach that to our children because a lot of children go through regular kids go through times, adolescence, difficult being a teenager. They do certain averis, and the Yitzhahara tells them, "You're gone, you're gone," and they're so broken hearted. Nobody says that you can take those pieces of your broken heart, and because you have that, that's your ticket out. So you can build them as back to Hashem from being brokenhearted. The danger, though, is that the Yitzhahara doesn't want you to, to use those pieces to build anything good in your life, so he tries to destroy you. So with that, we have another Nesiv that I always, always told the guys in Home Sweet Home as soon as we started learning, when they asked me to learn with them. It was always beautiful one by one, they said, oh, what do you got there? And I said, no, it's nothing, whatever. Can we learn it? And that's when I started teaching them. The Siva Shalom says that even when a person is brokenhearted because of his tremendous goydel hachet, machmas goydel hachet, tremendous sins, and that's what's breaking your spirit, you need to still know that your avoida needs to be me'olam habinyon and not chas v'shalom oilam achurban Everything we do needs to come from the world of construction and not from the world of destruction that will cause you to have yush, will cause you to give up, and that's it. So the Satan, the Yetzirah, sees a guy and he's very, very worried because he sees the guy, he's thinking, wow, I'm terrible, I did so many Averis, and that's, that's terrible because at the end of a good session of acknowledging that I did bad, a person might go ahead and become better and do tshuva. So he wants to block you from doing tshuva. So what does he do? He dresses up like the biggest uh, Rebbe with a white beard and he comes over to you and he says, you're right, you're terrible and you tried so much in the past and you failed and you're a failure, you're a loser, nothing will ever become of you. Hashem never saw such a chet like that. You're terrible and he just 
takes that whole session and sinks your battleship. Says the Nesiv Shalom, it's good to sit and think about your, your terrible Averis. Me'olam habinyan, world of construction. Say, wow, okay, I did a lot of bad stuff. What am I going to do about it? And here's the first step. Just acknowledging and acknowledging and realizing that I, that I have something powerful, that I have a broken heart. The guy who's sinning and doesn't have a broken heart is much worse. The fact that I'm broken hearted, when guys told me in Home Sweet Home, I feel so terrible, I eat tray from Machal Shabbos, I used to say, wow, that's amazing. And they said, why is that amazing? I said, because six months ago you did the same thing, but it didn't bother you. Right? The fact that something bothers you means that you're really on a higher level and you don't want to be that way. That means you, the real you, is on a high level. Your activity, because of whatever reasons, you couldn't be, I'm a sign, you're human, whatever it is, the, as long as you're disgusted by yourself, that's wonderful. But what are you going to do with the dis, being disgusted? If you're going to go ahead and be disgusted from the world of construction, you'll leave that session of, of thinking about your you'll leave strong. You'll make a tikkun, you'll do something smarter, you'll make up for it. But if you're going to let the Yitzhahar drown you with that same sorrow and that same brokenheartedness that's good, he makes it into evil, he drowns you in it because that comes from the Eilam Achorban, the world of destruction that will destruct you and will cause you to just say, ah, I'm never going to be anything. You leave that same session worse off and weaker than before. You're better off not thinking. You're better off not thinking. Also, it's brought down that it's not good to think about these things a whole day. You set aside a certain time, five minutes, ten minutes, you make a cheshman and nefesh, but not the whole day. Because you have to daven and you have to do mitzvahs on your highest level, not thinking that I'm a horrible person and Hashem doesn't want my tefillahs and Hashem doesn't want my mitzvahs. You have to do everything on the highest level. Correction, you have to correct yourself. You spend five minutes, ten minutes meditating on, on stuff and make sure it's positive. I'm not leaving this without doing some kind of correction. So the first message is, the mere fact that I feel horrible shows that I'm really still good. Because really Rishayim, real bad people, don't feel bad about their Averis. So feeling bad is wonderful. Number two, the fact that I feel bad is I have a broken heart. God is not going to embarrass you. That's wonderful. The third thing is, Mizbeach Evna, Vishivrain Libi. I, that I can build a mizbeach to Hashem with this. And the fourth thing is to make sure that I end with oilam habinyan, I come out with something, right? Now let's use an example that we all could relate to. If you're Jewish, you probably know the concept of being overweight. And then there's something that's called a diet. Why do people quit their diet? Because they mess up? Because they eat one donut? No. Because... They feel so bad, I'm a loser, and they eat the whole box. The one, the mistake here and there is not a problem, as long as you don't quit. But when you feel like I'm a loser, I'm never gonna, never gonna do it, I'm always gonna be fat, that's the world of destruction. World of construction is, listen, I, I, I noticed that my weakness, a friend of mine just told me, he realized his weakness is a specific thing. He stays up late at night. He's actually a big Rosh Hashiva. He learns that's when he prepares his shiurim. A whole day he's good. And at night, his, he doesn't smoke. His thing is candy. So all his calories are coming in at night. Okay, so first of all, don't give up on the rest of the day. But second of all, 
he realized at night I can have a tea. He can he can balance it instead of taking the bag. He can put it in a cup. He can he can. There are things that he can do. What can you do? And you do that, and that's it. And you're not perfect is also okay as long as you don't throw away the whole concept that of, of trying to be good. The same thing with sin. The Sahara wants us to sin. And then he says, look what you did. Look what he gets us to sin. He trips us up. And then he wants to drown us. That's his oldest trick in the book. Look how bad you are. Look how horrible you are. Look how rotten you are. Like, hold on. Aren't you the guy who made me do this? Now all of a sudden he switches sides. So we need to train our children on how to do battle with this Melech Zokein Uksil. We need to do, teach them how to do battle with this dark, evil feeling that's going to come over them. We need to teach them, there's no such thing as, as not sinning. Everybody sins, and that's part of life. And we need to teach them how to deal with it. And we need to teach them how not to be scared of it. There's no sin that you've done that Hashem is going to say, whoa, this I've never heard of before. This I can't tolerate. It says in the Siva Shalom, and it's so powerful to teach our children this, and for ourselves, a yid that just completed Avera HaChamura B'Yoyzer. A person who just did Avera, a sin, HaChamura B'Yoyzer. Super duper, horrible, Chamura B'Yoyzer. So imagine what, don't, don't, don't imagine. Right? Chidush Sharim says that, you know, we know Bemakam Amachshav Hashem Hu Adam, where your where your Machshav is. That's where you are. That's why the Chiddush says by the Alchets and Ger they go very very fast. He says, some, "Don't think about it because now you start thinking Alchets Shechatanush." Remember that, and you're there in the middle of Yom Kippur. So they go very very fast because they don't want you to start thinking about it and start to like you know being in all of these these stuff. Also, some people during the Alchets, they they, they they mamish think about it so much, they start realizing some of them that they didn't do and they start getting ideas. That's why Lipa had a Haggadah. Remember Lipa's Haggadah? Where he had a, in everything, washing pictures of him. So somebody wanted to make the Lipa Alchets. <laughs> but it's a good thing he didn't do it. Anyway, so what was I saying? <laughs> Off topic? Somebody's listening? Right. A yid that does Avera Chamura B'yayser. And this is brought down authentic Dastair and the Sivashal and bringing it down from the Sabbath Hadisha of Lechevich or, 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 I forgot which one, but from, from 200 years ago. Authentic, authentic. Guy just does a terrible Avera. If he's not ready, Lamaid Ulispalel, to stand and pray to Hashem, right? He feels unworthy to dive into Hashem. He hasn't walked over the threshold of what Yiddishkeit is all about. Right? Every Jewish person inside of us is, right away we feel guilty, Hashem doesn't want to hear from me now. And he says, it's not true. That's Christianity, that's Muslim, that's something else. That's not true. So a guy finishes, and it's, it's, he realizes, oh, it's Shkia, I have to da mincha, and he feels like, he feels like Hashem doesn't want to hear from me. I'm shmutzi, I'm shmutzi. No, not Avera Chamur B'yayser. I'm super duper shmutzi. He says, if you don't think Hashem wants to hear from you right now, you are not, what is, what is the saying? Elvis has left the building? I don't know where that comes from, but it comes from somewhere. You're, you're not even in, in the sugi. You're not, you don't understand Judaism. Yeah, he wants to hear from you right now. You're walking home after Avera Chamur B'yayser. A guy says, oh, we need a center. You know, you, 
nah, not me. Not, yeah, yeah, you, you. When you look at it through Tyredika eyes, we have a much better chance of not falling into Yush and Atzvus, which are tools created by the Yitzhahara. And they look, they look very good. Ah, how can I feel not, not bad? I have to feel so horrible and I have to run away from Hashem. We'll end with this. Another beautiful Nesivisham that comes to mind. One of the nicest top 1,000 Nesivishams that I absolutely love. Adam and Chava eat from the Etzadas, right? What do they do? They hide. Why? Because they're embarrassed. Exactly what we're talking about. What do we do after we sin? We're embarrassed. I'm not going to shul to daven. I'm not. I'm embarrassed. They hide. Hashem says to them, why? Why are you hiding? So they say, because we sinned. Right? And, and we're scared. So we're hiding from you. And Hashem says, Mi higid l'cha ki Who told you you're naked? Pashib Shad is, oh, you're scared. You're running away because you're naked, right? You were naked. Naked was being okay. What made, what made it not being okay? Because you ate from Eitzadas. Like Hashem is telling him, oh, you realize you're naked. Must be you ate from Eitzadas. Says the Nesivishal, no, Hashem is telling him, who told you that you're naked, that you're worthless? Oh, you ate from Eitzadas. That's what the Eitzadas wants to do. That's what the Satan wants to do. The Satan wants to tell you you're naked. You're worthless. You have no value. What do you mean? I did 8,000 mitzvahs. Nah, you're, you're phony. Inside, you don't really believe. It starts to tell you that you don't really have a muna. How could you behave that way if you really believe that Hashem is watching you? You're full of baloney. You, and he tells you all this stuff that bring Bilbal Adas. So that's what he says. That's what Hashem says. Why are you hiding from me? You could sin and be in front of me. You're hiding from me. It must be that, that you think that being naked is bad for me. You think I can't handle your sin? Must be you ate from me. It's Adas Toivara, Bilbal Adas. Because if you have clarity, you could understand sin is very bad, but everybody sins. Sheva Yipal Tzadik become, but you could be in front of me. You could stand and daven to Hashem the same as the biggest Tzadik in the world. He wants to hear from you. He wants your relationship and perhaps now more than ever. Because the further you are, Hashem says, wow, and, and we're having such a struggle and you're, 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 you're sinning against me like, like you're punching me, but you're coming in to, to daven with me? You know what it says in the Siva Shalom? Another beautiful in the Siva Shalom, so gorgeous. He says, who do you think Hashem is most happy to see on Rosh Hashanah? You remember this? I told you this? I would say, well, the G'daylam file in, and then the middle middle guys, and then eh, the sinners in the bottom. Hashem would say, you know, stay home. No, it says the opposite. When a person who struggles and sins a whole year, Comes Rosh Hashanah, which is the Akhtara, the inauguration of Hashem. That's really what Rosh Hashanah is. It happens to be, we'll talk about Judgment Day, if it is a Judgment Day, and that's not the point of it. All the tefillahs are about Malaycha, Kala, Elm Kulay, Bechleidacha. It's the inauguration. We're crowning Hashem's glory. And Hashem says, look who came. Shmero, a whole year he's fighting with me. But he came to the inauguration, wow. Hashem is the, the most impressed with those who struggle. So what? So look what look what a crazy Sahara we have gets us to sin and then convinces us that we're not wanted to come to the show. He makes you feel like you're not wanted. No, if you sin a lot, you should realize it's a kiddush Hashem that even my enemy is coming. A whole year you're sinning against me, but you came to my birthday party. 
He's not human. A human being says, I know what you did. Get the beep out of here. Is there a seven second delay? Right? Get out of here. Hashem's not like that. Hashem says, wow, thank you for coming. Even you came. Not just the big tzaddikim came that they're my friends. Now think about it. When, when Trump became president, and everybody came to his inauguration. He was so happy to see all his people, people who voted for him, and the whole world, whoever came. But who made him feel the most happy standing there, standing and clapping for him? Who? Clinton, Hillary. So, right? Even she came, right? But Hashem knows we really do want to be there. That's our home. But the Yitzhahara says, no, nah, no, nah, you're, you're not wanted. Your sins, God can't handle it. Like, you know, he's never, that's too, too much above and beyond. That's all the making of the Eight Sahara. And the Satan plays with the minds of us and of our children that can't even, can't even, they're not comfortable to even talk about their sins and their problems when they become teenagers and all that messed upness that they go through. And they, so they don't talk about it. They think that I'm a disgusting person. And they don't know all of these things that we just said. This is the chinuch that we really need to teach our kids. People are scared to, but this is the chinuch, this is authentic chinuch, that's why he wrote it down. I once gave a shear to a family, and I, I spoke about these things, and a, a bunch of other Nesiva Shalms that are so beautiful, and give so much chizuk to, to humans, because humans mess up and we need to hear it. Mamish chizuk to to not give up and to realize that the, the the voice in your head that says that you're tummy and you're bad is is that's the real Yitzhahara. Even more than the sin, what does it say from Rebaran Karlina, right? The Yitzhahara wants you to give up even more than the sin. The sin is the sin, but afterwards when you give up and you have the Yush and Atzvos, then he wins a thousand more Averis and a thousand mitzvahs that you don't do or you do as a loser. Why don't you daven like you daven on Yom Kippur? Because I, after what I did, I can't. That's that's the Satan. And he wants to lower, lahaktin says the Nesiv Shalom, ulahanmech, ulahagbil. We should learn that other piece of Nesiv Shalom. Haktam so beautiful. He says it's, the Satan tries to clip the wings of our soul that, the, that it should not be able to soar. Koitzis is kanfei ruchai, shalayuchalai his alis. So poetic, right? We all want to soar. And what is the Satan going to do? He makes us sin, and then he comes to tell us how bad we are. He won't tell it to us before we sin. No, first he makes us sin, stumble, and mess up. And then we're embarrassed, and instead of saying, good, do tshuva, and you can come back, and Hashem is waiting for you, and 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 you could be even stronger than the one who did all of that good stuff, no, he doesn't tell you. He says, you're a loser. Stay down. Why should you even try? Hashem doesn't want you. All of that stuff. And through that, he snips the wings, clips the wings of our spirit, that we can't soar. And you look at the guy, his, his ruchnis is depressed. His davening is not a davening. His mitzvahs are not a mitzvah. Why? Because of what happened. Sin happens. Isn't that a t-shirt? Sin happens? No? They should make similar? Close? Okay. They should make one. Sin happens. We're not okay with it. But to, to drown yourself in sorrow and misery and think that Hashem doesn't want you, that's the worst thing. Says in the Shalom in a different place, I just thought of it. He says, Ki imcha makar chayim, nira'ar. He says, when you feel that you are imcha, that Hashem is with you, 
Ki'imcha, you're connected to Hashem, Makar Chaim, you found the fountain of, of life, of youth. You're full of, you're alive. With the light of Hashem, you can see the light, right? So what does the Satan do? He makes you sin, and then he throws the book at you, and he makes tells you Hashem is not with you. Oh, Hashem's not with me. I'm all alone. Just me against the dark, the dark side. Without, an, so I lower my my everything, and then I actually have less light in my life. Nesivah Shalom says in Nesivah Chinuch, I just learned it. That's why I just remembered it. He says that the real Chinuch for children is to teach them how to access light. Because when you have light in your brain, you can deal with the with the averis. But when the Averis cause darkness and everything is, you're depressed and you're down. If you were tzaddik, you wouldn't be down. You're down because of your sins. He fools us. Mamish tricks us, especially now. People are so down and depressed. No, you're a tzaddik. You're a full tzaddik. But you did, but, but, but you did bad. You'll do tshuva for that. I'll end with this. When it comes, I, I gotta, I gotta share this with you. So I know somebody, I'm not gonna say who it is. And a few years ago, he went through a very hard time. And he had a car. And he went through a hard time. So what do kids, what do your kids do when they have a car? How many tickets a day do they get? Okay? He got a lot of tickets. He got a lot of tickets. He got a lot of tickets in his car. And a lot of points in his license. And at one point he had to do, um, what's it called? Service. Community service. And now it's five years later. They hired a lawyer. They hired one of these guys that knows. And what do they do? They basically try to push off the court date, hope that maybe the cop will, you know, retire or whatever or forget. And they push it off long enough, whatever. And now it came and the cop came in five years later to the court case with notes. He remembered everything. And he's, you know, it's like unbelievable, right? And, and so this guy tells me, he's now, he's, he's much, he's, he's in a much, much better place. He's not in a much better place. He's in a much, 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 much better place. Baruch Hashem. And he says, you know, I screwed up. I messed up so badly years ago. And I'm paying for it. I might have a suspended license. My insurance is going to go through. I'm going to be paying for this for a long time. You know what I told him? I said, look how lucky we are. We screw up, we mess up, Right? And we don't have to pay for it for a long time. Hashem says, do tshuva. It's unbelievable. Can you imagine? We can, we can do Averis. I'm not saying we should do Averis. We end up doing Averis, right? And then Hashem says, I'm going to give you a spiritual car wash. And you're gonna, I know you're going to mess up. And I'm giving you a day. You're going to be clean. And imagine... You know my muscle for this? So imagine that you decide that you want to be the best car leasing place in the world. If anybody's in car leasing, this is what you should say. Whoever leases a car from me, on the anniversary of the day that you got your car, we pick up your car and we do a total, total, total makeover. What's it called? Detailing. Detailing. We will return to you a perfectly brand new car. And if we can't fix something on its scratch, we will replace the parts. We're the, we, we have parts in the manufacturer. You will have a brand new car every single year. Wouldn't everybody lease from them? Right? There's no sin that you can do that is stronger than Hashem's ability to clean you on Yom Kippur.
You're clean. You're clean. So what are you worried about? You worry if you, you first of all, the fact that you're worried, like we said, is already a good thing. And second of all, fine. So here's what happens. We have throughout the year, you look at the calendar, you have little specks of sin. Okay, little a few minutes here, a few minutes there, a few minutes here, a few minutes there. And they're gonna be cleaned on the on the spiritual car wash that Hashem gives us. But in between the sin, because the Satan makes you feel like nothing, worthless, and it's all fake, the whole Yiddishkeit, the whole mitzvahs and tefillah and everything that we do is done on a much lower level. And on that, there's no tshuva. You can't do tshuva for not davening with more kavana because you felt that you're far away from Hashem, which is not even true. There's no tshuva for that. The, the spots on you, you go to the dry cleaner, they're going to take care of the spots. But what the spots cause, that you should feel less worthy, less close to Hashem, less worthy to, 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 to call out to Him and, and share your life with Him and daven to Him, there's no tshuva on that. How could you rectify just uh, wasting time and not, and you say, why aren't you daven so well? Why aren't you learning so well? Me, I'm, I'm down here. Yeah, yeah, okay, but that's going to be cleaned. But it says the Nesiva Shalom in a different place, he says, this is one of my nice, one of the best, nicest Nesiva Shaloms. Right? He says, on, on Averis we could do tshuva. But in between the Averis that you didn't have the highest level of Yiddishkeit, there's no tshuva on that. Right? In fact, if you do tshuva me'ahava, then you do tshuva out of love, those Averis even become mitzvahs. So you're a fool. You know, it's like somebody, go back to the diet muscle, right? So a person, in a year, you're going to cheat twice a week, a hundred times on your diet. Okay, but the rest of the time, you could be you could be fine, and you'll lose weight. But imagine if there's also a thing in the diet that, that if you drink a certain something, right, if you drink that thing, and it tastes yummy, right, that it takes all of your cheating a hundred times, you know, twice a week that you cheated and cake, whatever, and it turns it into... The opposite, right? That's what Hashem does for us. It's it's so loving, it's so beautiful. Hashem, Nesiv Shalom asks in another place, one of the nicest Nesiv Shalom, He says, you want to tell me Hashem forgives you, okay, but He turns it into a mitzvah? It's l'malam and It doesn't make any sense. And He explains how it works. That you created a, a, a chil Hashem by doing the Avera, and now that you're doing tshuva, you're creating a kiddush Hashem. He explains how it works. But well, here's what's interesting. The bigger the sin the bigger the mitzvah when you do tshuva me'ahava. Now, there's, there's a caveat. You can't do this in advance. You can't plan it. Because if you plan it, then it doesn't work. Okay? But if you happen to stumble and sin, the bigger the sin, the bigger the mitzvah ends up being after you do tshuva me'ahava, if you're zaycha do tshuva me'ahava. So what a, be- what a beautiful religion. And that's why I told this guy who had so many tickets on his life, I said, could you imagine if the government said, listen, once a year, once a year, you come in, you know, eight-hour course on driving, and then when you leave, you know, after 24 hours, your license is clean. Right? No. They make you suffer and take away your license and you have the community service, and, and, and maybe that's what, I'm not saying they're wrong, but, but what a beautiful religion, Hashem. We do much worse to, to Him than a couple of tickets and a couple of whatever. And Hashem gives us so much opportunity to return to Him. Please share this with your children of all ages. Because our whole lives are different. And I know this, and I say it, and I believe it. I can't live it. I can't live it. It's so hard. Because the Satan has such a grip on our psyche. 
He does not want us to believe that this is true. Can't be. Can't be. It's true. This is Tyrus Emmas. And if our kids grew up with this and they had that armor, so that way when they fall, they know exactly what to do. How to pick themselves up, how to fight, how to do tshuva, how not to let their avarice affect them. Life would be different for everybody. Now, I hate to sound like I'm plugging my book. Believe me, I don't make money on this. But I wrote so much of this in GPS. GPS, Navigation for Your Soul. Available wherever fine books are sold. I'm also going to expand it. I'm also going to make it available where some not fine books are sold, just to to reach a broader audience. You can even get it on Amazon. You can get it on artschool.com. You could really find this book. And it's written for teenagers, because that's my target audience. And it's written with examples and with fun. I saw 10-year-olds reading it. But the Teichen, what it's really about is this, it's so much medrash and sivashalom for all ages. And for like 20 bucks or something, like you could really, you could read this at the table. Not when your kips are around. And maybe even, no, sometimes it's kip friendly. This, when kips hear this, they'll say, Wow, in Home Sweet Home, when they asked me to learn something, I said, let's learn to see Vishalom. And I told them this, God loves you. God wants you. They were like, anger that came out of their eyes. Why didn't anybody tell me this? And why did they make me feel the opposite? Why did they say nothing will ever become of you? You're worthless. Read GPS. You're mamish. It talks about your soul. It talks about Hashem loves you no matter what you do. We we went through times in Klal Yisrael that Hashem proved it. You know that we got miraculous mun. That's food that was miracle food. Tastes like anything. There were some Jews that were so messed up, they fed that miracle food to Avodah Zarah. That's, that's really bad, right? Come on, that's, that's bad. The next day says the Medrash, Ulumachar, Yarad Haman. Hashem gave them mun again. You, God, are tzedakah. Because, I mean, why? What would we say? Right? You give your kid money, and he uses it not to do, to hurt you. Because again, the sin is against Hashem, right? To hurt you. And the next day you're going to give him money again? Hashem said, I got to supply, because otherwise they're going to die. Got to supply them. Gave, gave, you just used yesterday your money, you didn't eat it. They starved. That, that was their food. And they gave it to Havai The next day they got mon again. What a beautiful religion. So GPS is full of this stuff. You can read it at your Shabbos table. You could read it yourself. There was a man um, who who was, uh, I think, 60s or 70s. And he went through Nebuchadnezzar of chemo treatments. And he said that the third chapter, dealing with challenges, accepting the Sinus and all of that, he said it saved him. Even though it has cute pictures, which makes it easier for all of us, I think, to read. But the depth of what we're teaching keeps you strong. God loves you. What your soul is made out of, the truth about your soul, that's a chela kamimau, dealing with nesiyinus, and a bunch of other good stuff, which I don't really know because I never really read the book. I really didn't. I wrote it, but I didn't read it. <laughs> so you'll find this and a lot more stuff in GPS navigation for your soul. I, I It's not because I want to make a dollar. It actually costs me more, but... It really helps. Our kids need to know the truth because the Satan is talking to them. So I, I was giving this shear to a family and somebody in the family came over to me and said, I don't want my son to hear this. I don't want my child to know. I said, why? He goes, because he's going to sin more. 
if he knows that there's a way back, he's going to sin more. This is a very big problem. If you know Hashem loves you no matter what, so he's going to fight less. So I told him, first of all, we can trust the Nesivishal that taught us this. We can trust Chazal. There's a hundred Chazal that tell us, no matter what you do, Hashem loves you. was on We don't have to be smarter than God. We don't have to be smarter than Chazal. And second of all, I told him, I said, I know your kid. He already sinned. So even according to you, it would only make sense that you don't want him to know about tshuva. You want him to think that this is the worst thing in the world if he does it. It's only going to be good if he never sins, right? You think your kid's never going to... Well, once he's going to sin, he's going to get sucked into all that negative thinking, which is against Tyra. So you really want to take that chance? We need to build, especially in our dar, we need to build kids in the yeshiva, but we don't have to rely on the yeshiva system. $25. I just raised the price. 24 25 So do when it's on sale, like a Jew. 20% off, they have sales. Okay? And... And over here, you can buy it right here. I have it over here, a whole stack. Okay, anyway. Bottom line is, you leave it open, upside down, let your, your kids see it. Read the jokes. Read the jokes. The jokes are funny, and there's deep messages in all of them. Subliminal good messages for them. And hopefully we ourselves can internalize the message. Hashem loves us. No Avera is going to push him away. Nothing is going to scare him. Not to let the Averas cause us that after the Avera is over, that we have sin damage that lowers our level, our Ramah, our level of mitzvahs. Every mitzvah that we can do, we do it like Maishar Rabbeinu, like the, like the biggest tzaddik in the world. Every time we can daven, we daven like it's you and me, God. What happened before, happened before, we'll deal with that later. And we'll deal with that in Yom Kippur, whatever it is, plenty of opportunities. Not now. Deal? I just want to add one more thing. The Chidush Yerim asks, everybody asks, right after Yom Kippur, where you're totally forgiven, you say Marav, and in Marav you say, What Avera? All your Averas were forgiven. It's a Brachal of Atala. We say, Baruch Hashem, Chanun so it's a Brachal of Atala. How can you say it? He says, because the Avera is, some people don't believe that Hashem forgave them. On some level, we just can't believe, which is too good to be true. It's like, really? Right? You ever come home and your wife says, I forgive you. What? Can't be. Right? So for that, we have to say, To not believe that Hashem forgives us, for that, we have to say, Isn't that interesting? And we say, every day. So we have to believe that it's true. Hashem is... I had a very interesting side question. How come by everything else we say, Goel Yisrael, Reifei Chayle Amo Yisrael, Baruch Halenu, we say, Mavarech Hashanim. By Slicha, we say, Chanan Hamar Belislayach. You continuous, like, continue to forgive us. I think because we continue to sin. Like, because it's not like a, a set thing. Hashem is like, oh man, new stuff? He continuously forgives us. We can't ask for a more forgiving God. We can't ask for a more forgiving religion that you could do tshuva me'ahava and all the various become mitzvahs like Othello. Right? You ever play Othello? And, and it looks real bad. And the last minute, boom, 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 white. Unbelievable religion. I wouldn't trade it in for anything in the world.